Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Welcome back and thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. You guys are watching Squid Game. Yeah. I don't know what's wrong with you people. Something ain't right. It's a it's a disturbing show, Donna. We've said that the whole time. It is disturbing and a compelling storyline. Okay. It's interesting. And you're five episodes in or so? Like five? about it, yeah. We've started five. Started five. My parents are in town this week, so I'm not going to be able to watch it again until Thursday night. So I got a couple more nights. I got because I just can't. I, I got to be a host. Yep. I yeah, can't be like, hey guys, they don't want to see your that. Parents aren't into Korean shows where people get point blank bullets to the head if they can't carve a cookie right. <laughs> not when you put it that way. <laughs> When you put it that way, not really. Okay. Yes, yeah. Um, <laughs> boy, wouldn't that amplify the stakes for like the Great British Bake Off? Yeah. You guys, you might be experiencing this show in a way that it is not intended. Okay, because there is a woman. I watched her whole video. She is fluent in Korean, and she says that the English subtitles on Squid Game are terrible and they totally change the show they're actually getting worse as the shows go on really that's what i've noticed okay so i don't know i'm assuming that this is true of the actual english translation if you're watching it that way that's how i watched the first episode you know not with subtitles i watched it just listening to the the english dub yes the problem is So this woman, her name is uh, Youngmi Mayer, and she's fluent in Korean, like I said, and she is basically saying that the translators blew it big time. She said, if you don't understand Korean, you didn't really watch the same show because the translation was so bad. The dialogue was written so well, and Mm. zero of it is being preserved in the translation. For example, like somebody would say... There's a woman who I guess is um, like a gang member on on the show. Yep. And she looks at someone and the translation says, go away. Mm -hmm. She didn't say anything close to go away. She said something like, what are you looking at? Oh, right. Okay. You know, and she says it seems arbitrary, but it's not. And you got to assume this isn't like a new phenomenon. I bet you all the um, translations from English speaking movies to other countries are kind of slap yeah it's like how the there are weird translations we'll hear of movie titles around the world when translated and it never quite lives up but here's the interesting thing 
the so I'm listening with the English dub, so the overacting English voiceover, and and subtitles. They're on at the same time. So Rocco's just oh, right. watching it in Korean with subtitles. I think that maybe if you do what I'm doing, listen to the English dub and have the subtitles on, you hear both of those because there are times when it says, go away, and instead the voiceover artist will say, what are you looking at? Or something like okay, that, well, where it is, it is generally the same tone, but it's not the same dialogue. Right, but what this woman is saying is that you don't understand how important that is because there are things about this character that are important to know and the dialogue is important in getting that message out. Uh, Here, I'll let her tell you. She she actually takes different scenes and, and describes what it should be. Hi everyone, I just watched Squid Game and I'm fluent in Korean and I had the English subtitles on and I noticed that you're missing so much from the English subtitles. I want to start with Minya. Her dialogue constantly gets botched. I think it's because she's like plays like a low class character and she's a gangster. Even things that like aren't even that bad like she says like what are you looking at? It's turned into go away which might seem arbitrary but like everything she says is not really aligning and so you're missing a lot of this character and what she stands for. But here's the one part that I think is a huge miss. Here she is trying to pe- convince people to play the game with her, right? Right here. The translation says, oh, I'm not a genius, but I can work it out. What she actually said was, I am very smart. I just never got a chance to study. That is a huge trope in Korean media. The poor person that's smart and clever and just isn't wealthy. That's a huge part of her character. Hmm. Interesting. So it, she's got a lot of these. I, I put the link in, but the link, Steve, has a lot of um, F-bombs in it. Sure. But I think you should take a look at it yourself and get, so you can get her point. Yeah, well, like I said, I wonder if I'm actually hearing this the other way around, though, because when you the English dub and the subtitles don't line up all the time, got especially it. episode... Rocco, you should do an episode with okay. English. Um, like do episode four with English and the subtitles on. There's a whole lot of it that does not connect. There's a point where I believe that same character is trying to flirt with a guy, and she keeps saying like, "Oh, come on, come on, babe," is what the translation says. But instead, she just keeps calling him "sir," and so you keep hearing like this sort of like a, "Oh, I love you, sir, sir." Look over <laughs> here, and then her English dub is saying "babe." That's a weird example, but mm-hmm. it's different. Yeah. I will say this, though, and I'm sure there is a richness that we we might be missing out on, which is probably the case with all sorts of translated movies. That being being said, a point-blank bullet is understandable in all <laughs> right. languages. And so I think some of the main thematic things there, there's, pro- again, a richness I'm sure we're missing out on, but and it is comical to see the difference between the English-dubbed voiceover versus the subtitle. So, Rocco, do that. Yes. I want your thoughts on episode four. And I also think, I bet you they need to shorten up the word, the count, when they're trying to fit all the words on the screen for a subtitle, you know? They mm-hmm. don't want you reading, you know, uh, three pages worth of words for a sentence, you know? They need right. to kind of shorten it down to sure. what can be put on the screen. Just yeah. like you want the voiceover, the dub, 
to only be talking as long as that person's mouth is open. Right. You're trying to avoid as much of like the old school Godzilla problems as you can, where it's like there's talking and none of it's matching up at all. So I wonder if they have to truncate some speech there as well, because something said in Korean takes longer to say in English or sure. vice versa. Well, she thinks it's because that, um, what does she say, that their underpaid translators are... Very underpaid, and their art isn't appreciated. Mm. Something to well, maybe that that'll effect. change as more Korean art makes its way to the world. It's yeah. just going all around the globe. We saw that at the Oscars a couple years ago with Korean movie won an Oscar. Parasite. Oh, Parasite. Parasite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta go. We gotta go, but we're gonna come back with the study. Uh, when we come back, we got a couple of studies. Like, if you had a sibling who bullied you, you'll want to hear what the study has to say mm-hmm. on the impact that actually had. Also, Minnesota foodies, where are you at? Yeah, you're going to hate this list. The list came out where, I should say, how low we rank compared to other big cities in the United States. That, when we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. All right, good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. It's October, so that means new listener rewards, you guys. Have you seen this? You could win a pair of uh, no. Ray Ban sunglasses from Shaco Optical. I That's know, sweet. Right? Or tickets to Straight No Chaser at Mystic Lake. Pizza oven for your grill, Steve. I love it, a pizza. These and more. You can see everything up for grabs and listener rewards on our app or at mytalk 1071com Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Hi, Steve. Hey, Donna. Okay, so. You got a study? Or you want me to give a study? I got a study that's going to irritate uh, Minnesotans. Okay. Let me begin. There was okay. a list today of the uh, best foodie cities in America. And I first saw a little shortened article and I thought, uh-oh, we're not in the top 10. Let me click on this full thing. Where did we fall? They say authentic foodies, by the way, according to experts, not only crave new and different flavors but also savor the exploratory experience of eating, learning, and discovering food. That's who a foodie is, according to experts. Wow. With that, number one overall, Portland, Oregon. Hipsters, Rocco, I can't believe you're not in Portland radio. You look like an extra from Portlandia. Uh, that's, I'll take that. There is no Hubbard uh, broadcasting in Portland. There is a nearby Seattle, though. Yes, indeed. Okay. Hmm. Orlando, Florida, came in at number two. I wonder if that's because of Disney. I bet. All the new foods that they roll out. Uh, Miami, Miami, Florida, comes in at number three. San Francisco at four. Austin, Texas, rounds out the top five. So then I was like, all right, that's the top five. Cool. Sacramento, Denver, Vegas, Seattle, Tampa. There's your top ten best foodie cities in the country. L.A. at 11. All right, fine. D.C. at 15. Where's Minnesota? Uh, St. Louis at 16. No, Chicago all the way down at 18. Atlanta, Houston, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. New York comes in at 23. I'm walking here. I'm walking here. What do we got? It's a borrow. Charleston, South Carolina. Still no. Still no. 
Albuquerque, New Mexico, my former place of residence, comes in at number 30 just ahead of Minneapolis, Minnesota, 31st on the list of the best foodie cities in America in 2021. I will hang up and listen. Wait, where? Say that again. What number? 31, just behind Albuquerque. Wow. I have to say, Uh-oh. I think we've got great, great restaurants here. When, the difference between when I first moved here in like 92 yeah. to today is night and day. I know. We have so many great chefs here. I just, I can't believe that. I'll tell you who we're ahead of, though. We're 30 spots ahead of Dallas. Okay. There are 61. Let's see. Who comes in at number? Oh, my word. Holy list. This is garbage. This list goes, what is it going to go to 200? Oh, my word. It goes all the way to 182. Pearl City, Hawaii. Wow. Pearl City, Hawaii. Dang. Uh, again, Minneapolis, 31. Number 31 on the list of uh, best foodie cities in America. I wonder if St. Paul made it anywhere. I know St. Paulians really get frustrated when we just talk about Minneapolis and don't treat them as a separate entity. St. Paulites. Can... Is that what they call themselves? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. St. Paulites? St. Saint... Paul. Them. Number 82. Number 82 on the list of foodies, foodie cities in America. America! America. <laughs> Laura! <laughs> hang your flag up! Oh my gosh. We will not tire. We will not falter. And we will not fail. Go ahead, Donna. Um, hey, I'm Laura. <laughs> oh, like the, yeah. your Laura Bush impression. Yes, that's yes, pretty good, right? Yeah, you do it all the time at galas. Maybe more like, hi, I'm Laura. Laura and I have been social distancing long before the pandemic. Steve, that's really good. It's pretty good. Is it my best president, I I wonder? Probably. Yeah. You gotta, I mean, do you, let's see, do you do you go back to Reagan? I can't do a Reagan. I need help doing a Reagan. Okay. What's he yeah. sound like? He's well, like, well, 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 yeah, well, Mr. Garbage. And see, and I struggle when I get into that. Yeah. All right. That's what I got to really work on. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Talk real slow at the beginning. Speed it up <laughs> at the end. Okay. I have a study, and this has to do with bullying. Thank you. Ivanka. Sorry. If your brother or your sister bullied you when you were growing up, mm-hmm. it might have affected their mental health more than your mental mm. health. Yeah. A new study found that people who were bullied... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. By an older sibling are more likely to have mental health problems as an adult, like anxiety, low self-esteem, Uh, But the older sibling who did the bullying is even more likely to face those same issues. Now, I don't know if it's a cause and effect thing or if kids Mm -hmm. who bully their siblings are just more prone to mental health problems in general. But if you're still angry at them for making your life a living hell, Rocco, Mm -hmm. just know that they might even be more miserable long term. We have such a sad little story. I'm just going to share it because it's from my sister-in-law in Pennsylvania who's not listening. I have two, uh, my two nephews there with her family. She said the little guy who's like five took mom into the bedroom and said, uh, looked at this picture of his brother and him and then just started crying, got really upset. And then she was like, oh, what's going on? And then he just totally shut down. Later that night, they, they go to put him to bed. She said, what was it about that, uh, that picture that made you feel so upset? And the little five-year-old who has a, an 11-year-old or 12-year-old brother said, um, she said, do you not like that picture? And he said, no, I love that picture, but it reminds me of a time that we didn't used to fight as much as we do now. And he was just, his little five-year-old heart was just so broken. So we were talking this morning about like, what do you do with kids when that's happening with older siblings and younger siblings? Because the occasional mid-traffic report of like, hey, don't talk to her like that. Don't hit him. Hey, be nice. Not that... That is behavior modification in the moment, but the great challenge of parenting is connecting with these little hearts and getting them to like see the heart, how you can impact somebody else's heart. And it's a it's a lifelong struggle, huh, Rocco? Lifelong. Struggle. You're my best friends, man. I know you. <laughs> All right, so oh my gosh, we're taking confessions today. Yeah, we are. This is a fun question. Tell us about a time that you, you know, accidentally broke or lost something important or expensive. Got some good responses on Facebook. Call us 651-641-1071. Confessions next. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, and DJ Rock Lobster. Give us a call at 651-641-1071. Tell us uh, about a time you broke something valuable. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. On my talk, 1071. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. That's fun. I know, it was a different kind of voice. What am I doing, being silly today? I'll tell you about a time that I, I sort of harmed harmed property. We were playing with paint earlier today, talking about a paint shortage, and I was at my cousin Ryan's house, and we thought it would be fun to paint the neighbor's house. And so oh, no. we got a paintbrush, dipped it into a paint can, and then painted the side of their house cinder block like siding that they had right in between tight houses right up next to each other and i remember i got a call from my aunt joan that day and uh i will never forget how she started that call and she said i could wring your neck oh no 
Yeah, because I just painted her neighbor's house. So she was uh, justifiably upset, which I understood then and even better now as an adult with children who I'm like, did you break something of someone else's? Not a great scenario. No. Um, No. We got some fun ones on our Facebook. Kind of, kind of fun. These are these are brutal. Time that you lost or broke something important or expensive. Pama Lama Ding Dong says, "I lost my diamond from my engagement ring. After a month, she couldn't find it, so they replaced it. Then, after a month, she found it in the corner of her classroom while she was sitting on the floor. I don't know. Is that a good feeling? I guess because you found a diamond and you could sell it, maybe. But if you already got it replaced." Can you just sell a loose diamond, I guess? That's a great question. Thanks! Yes, you can. You could sell it to a jeweler. Jeweler. I guess. Stephanie says, I had two lamps that belonged to my late grandparents. One day, I was simply running a brush through my hair. That's it. I tapped one of the lamps with my hairbrush, and it fell, and it broke. I, of course, cried because my grandparents had these lamps for as long as I could remember. Mm. But now I cherish that I get to have the one that I do have. Lovely. Thank you, Donna. What did you, uh, what did you break, Rocco? Um, I was just thinking about a time where my uh, son knocked over um, like uh, some sort of piece of art on a table at somebody's like brand new condo with nice new floors. Oh, and no. Put a dent in it. And they didn't really notice it, so we sort of just put it back up where it was supposed to be and hope they never saw it. Oh, no. <laughs> you got to get a better insurance policy when Rocco comes right? over for dinner. Wendy says, I lost my class ring 20 years ago. It was winter. It must have slipped off by the time that I noticed it was gone and impossible then to even know where to look for it. Just gone forever. She can't even sniff it out. Oh, this is bad, too. Talk about diamonds, which they say are forever, yeah? Yeah. Linda says, diamond ring pendant. It dropped, and I think that my dog ate it. I tried watching for it to reappear. <laughs> And it never did. And I mean, how how much do you care about the diamond? Are you gonna you gonna put gloves on and go through the stool for the next three days? Guess you could. Uh, yeah, maybe. How about you, Donna? You're sort of a you know klutzy person. Like better from you than me. Um, oh, gosh, I guess the first thing that comes to mind is the time I. Built or broke an entire bottle of tequila on my way home from Mexico. Oh, in my friend's Louis Vuitton bag. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, Donna. I know, right? Man, <laughs> you're so vulnerable right I now. I know, I know, I know. Um, yeah, she wasn't too happy about that. Man, let me tell you something. A lot of people lose diamonds. It seems, Molly. Left her diamond earrings in the delivery room at the hospital when I delivered my second baby. Doesn't sound like she found it. Leanne broke one of her mom's favorite 78 vinyl records by Al Jolson called The Anniversary Song. This happened when she was in ninth grade. I felt so bad. No. Poor Dan. Dan can't find his range finder, and he's leaving Wednesday to go hunting. Oh. You could borrow one from a buddy. I just remembered something else I did. Yes, Queen. It also involved liquid. I spilled a Diet Coke into the board 
at a radio station I was working at. Mm. It was a brand new radio station, mm. brand new board. And we were off the air for like the next three days. Yeah, this is from Because up. I ruined it. I cried like I've never cried. Oh, no. Insurance company had to get involved. Paperwork. Like the owner of the station uh, was so not happy with me. But kept me anyway. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what a and here I am today. Honestly, Look at yeah. me now. I overcame. Hashtag warrior. Donna, you continue to inspire the fact that you don't do motivational speaking. I know, right? <laughs> That's what it could be called, your program. I know, right? <laughs> Lynn said she went to Disney uh, the youngest son was five at the time that they went. And since birth, he had a little blankie that he always carried with him. Somehow, it got lost. We retraced our steps everywhere. Checked lost and found multiple times a day. Never found it. I don't know who's more upset. Me or him. He's now 21. And it's still brought up. Poor Lynn. Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I broke anything of my parents... Remember that guy who who sat on a chair that at a museum and it was like from the Ming Dynasty <laughs> and it was like a thousand years old and he thought it would be smart to just go and take a load off. Broke the chair. Mm, dang. Dang, Daniel. <laughs> dang it. Was, it. was it Steve Wynn who owned the Wynn Hotel put his hand through like a Picasso or something? Yes. Oh my God, it's so great. Oh, Randy said, I lost my kids. Uh, the confessions, by the way, tell us about a time that you broke or lost something important or expensive. If you have some, you can call us, 651-641-1071. Randy said on Facebook, I lost my kids' beta fish down the sink drain while cleaning the tank. My husband, though, saved the day. He took the plumbing under the sink apart and found the fish. Wow. That's pretty cool. Brownie points for the hubby. Oh, speaking of brownies... Yesterday, yesterday on this show, yesterday, I said that you can make your chocolate cake more decadent by adding mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. My mother, listening on the app downstairs, oh wow, said I'm going to make that mayonnaise cake. And sure enough, she made mayonnaise chocolate cake last night, and it was divine wow it was uh, so good and you don't taste the mayonnaise my kids if they hear there's something weird in something they're just weak people when it comes to this and they're like i can't try this and it's very infuriating somehow though they said knowing there was mayonnaise in there they still tried it and sure enough moist Hmm. very very wow it was though okay we can we come up with a different word for that (laughs) because we need to be able to describe that sensation or state of being in baked goods what could we say instead hmm. uh, Rocco can you look up a synonym for oh, moist it'll say like Succulent damp or something? not no. damp oh that cake is damp okay here it comes okay uh, yeah steamy humid muggy clammy <laughs> <laughs> all right I'm open to M- moisture laden mm, okay mm. 
Damn. It was moisture gooey. laden. I like moisture laden. Oh, that cake was moisture laden and delicious. <laughs> Excuse me, Garcon. How clammy is your cake? I do like clammy better. No, you don't. I do. Like someone's clammy hands? Yeah. That's tough. They can't control that. Oozy? I don't know. See, maybe moist is our best option. Oh, here's a word I've never heard of. Ir- irriguous? Like, ir- you know, irrigation? Ir- yeah, right. It was so oh. irregulous. Let me see how. I think we have a pronouncer. Irregulous. Yeah. Oh, wow. Listen <laughs> like to that, that guy. guy. Who is he? Expensive. Thesaurus.com. Uh, irregulous. What a beast mode voice. I bet you he's like a, like a stock trader. Let me hear him again. Clammy. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that guy. I love this voice. It's so much better than Google. Just keep saying Dank. stuff. Oh, what? it changed. Dank. 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 Let yeah. me hear Clammy again. Oh, where'd that go? I'll Gosh. rewind. Here's another one. Slimy. No, we don't like that one. Oh, that cake is I'm going back mm, to Clammy. So slimy. Yeah, Clammy was nice. Where'd Clammy yeah, go? Yeah, he sounded real good. Clammy? Here's Clammy. Here's Clammy. clammy. Oh, listen to the roundness in his voice. Clammy. That You know what that's like? Yanny. Yes, Laurel. it is that That's guy. the same Lanny Yorl, Lanny Laurel guy. I'm Moist. happy to know that he got work. <laughs> Moist. Clammy one more time. Uh, hit me clammy one more time. Clammy. Clammy. All right. Uh, clammy. Oh. <laughs> wow. Don't act like we didn't need to fill the time, Donna. Okay. When we come back on the Donna and Steve show. I always wish my voice was deeper. And I wish I had bigger hands. I do notice that Jon Stewart has small hands. I can't stop noticing it. Listen, I have size 13 feet and then like these very dumb sized hands. But when I look at a guy, I like the look of long fingers. I think it looks cool. Like basketball players have it. Kawhi Leonard. Yes. Michael Jordan. I I wish that my fingers were each like an inch longer. Everybody's going to make their jokes now. Okay, though. All right. Well. Good show, everybody. Hey, listen. Let's get out of here. Do what we can. No, we're going to stay. We've got the final stretch of the show. If you don't have a lot of friends, don't worry. You're just like Oprah. And remember the story about Diana the Musical going to be coming out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people are comparing it to another movie. I'll tell you which one when we come right back on My Talk 1071. All right. Got a little breaking news on the Donna and Steve show. Uh-oh. On My Talk 1071. Is it about Justin Bieber's uh, pre-rolled joints called Peaches that he's now selling? <laughs> it is not, Rocco. Okay, because that, that would have been a nice transition from that song. Uh, it would have been. If you put your producer mind back on. Oh, sorry. It's Steve. Okay. He wants to talk about death. Wait a second. What did he say? Oh, well, there was news today that Justin Bieber released uh, oh, yeah, a, the a line of uh, pre-rolled joints called Peaches. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Available yeah. in uh, Nevada and California for $32 for seven Where years. things are legal. Correct. Where things are legal. Yeah, we not, don't do illegal stuff around here. We are so. legal eagles here. You've heard of eager beavers. <laughs> Meet the legal eagles. Only do we do it if it's according to the law. All right, what happened? I love this guy. Longtime announcer for the Late Show with David Letterman, Alan Coulter passed away. Do you remember Alan Coulter? Yes. I don't know. Well, I mean, if you've ever heard the opening to David Letterman, it's the Late oh, Show with Dave. Dave. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Letterman. 
Yeah, see if you can find that. I'm going to play a little audio. He would also do these moments where he would, I thought he was very funny. And he was uh, at Letterman's side for some 20 years. Here's him doing a, a, a little bit. Uh, I'll let Dave Letterman set it up. To tell you folks that we're now in the middle of a prom season, uh, high school proms and uh, college proms. All over America, teenagers are preparing for for the the big night. Uh, and our uh, announcer, Alan Coulter, said, to "Dave, uh, I have a few thoughts about prom night, and if you have a second on the show, I'd like to share them with the audience." So, Alan, prom thank you night. very much, Dave. Take it away. You know, folks, as much fun as prom is, it can also be stressful. So I just want to tell the kids, if you can't afford a limousine. It's okay to take Dad's car. Fancy restaurant? Great, but so is a moonlit picnic. (laughs) And if you can't get a date, don't be afraid. Go solo. It's better than showing up with your mom. Her middle-aged body squeezed like a sausage into a sequined gown. Her makeup and perfume a cruel mockery of the womanhood your hormones crave. As you share an excruciating slow dance... She pretends not to hear the taunts of your so-called friends. Way to go, Coulter! I hear she puts out! Guys, that's my mom! Okay, now, now Alan Coulter would routinely do this where they would do a bit, and then it would start small, and then he would end up just sort of losing his ever-loving mind and going full tilt, which at the end of that two-minute bit where Coulter keeps going on and on and on, Dave hits him with the punchline of, I really need to start coming to rehearsals. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. funny. But I love this guy. And his the opening to The Late Show with David Letterman, did you find that, Rocco? Uh, no, I found another clip, but I'm still looking. Okay. It was just, I mean... He, he had just the, the, the voice. When I heard, the, I just associated so much his voice with the show. He was 78 years old uh, and passed away today. Alan Coulter, oh, former man. Late Show with David Letterman. That's announcer. sad. Thanks, Steve. You're All right. Welcome, Donna. Well, now this. We good news about Oprah, kind of. Okay. If you have only a few friends and you think, oh, I should have more friends, you don't have to. You can just say, I am choosing to live the Oprah lifestyle. Rocco, just to throw one more thing at you, do we have uh, Oprah audio? Um, The one where it's Oprah is only three close friends? Yeah, yeah. I could do that. Reminds me of the big bit on Letterman. It ain't Oprah till it's Oprah when Letterman for years was trying to get Oprah on his show. Finally happened, Donna. Spoiler. Here's Oprah. (laughs) I don't have a lot of friends. There's Gail, there's Maria, there's Bob. And that's about it, you know? And Gail and Maria, I met around the same time. Gail and I, 42 years. Maria and I, 42 years. And I never really expanded that circle until recently. I, you know, I've become friends with a couple of people in my later adult life in the past five years. But the thing that got me through all Mm. of those years, I would say grounded and the truth. Oh my God, Maria's going to tell you the truth no matter damn. <laughs> so she's only got three good friends. Maria Shriver is who she's talking about. Gail King, and then Babo Bob is Green. a uh, her trainer. Her trainer. Yeah. Yep, he put a book out one year. I think I bought it. Do you think you read it? Not really. Do you think we should read the Katie Couric book? I don't think together, but I do think that that would be a cool thing. Like. I might, in fact, read it, I'm and read it sounds it. like you might, too. Okay, that's fine. You know what I mean? Sure. We just can't make it hashtag it's not a book club. Okay, that's great. And now I have this story. Okay, fun. 
The uh, Netflix, Diana, the musical. (laughs) This is what uh, The Guardian says. Is this year's most hysterically awful hate watch. Oh, no. It looks terrible. (laughs) Oh, it's A Diana musical right there. It's a Broadway show that they put on Netflix, (laughs) Netflix, excuse me, early. And the songs are awful. They're calling it a musical mess to rival cats. Mm. And you're and the cats the movie. Correct. Which was just so laughable from a visual standpoint. Um but the this show will open in a couple of months on Broadway. Yes. That's tough. I I'm embarrassed. Oh god, I have a trailer. Okay. Rocco. Yeah. Is can you click thing? on that link? And I'll, I'll link this up the on the show links page too. So you okay, can watch it. it's a Netflix oh, on the Diana thing. Yeah. Okay. Just sure. click on that and you'll see it. Okay. And let's just listen oh, together. Boy. Oh boy. Okay. Here's the truth. Yeah, I'm not watching this. Donna, you I could just it. watch it. You could hate watch it. Yeah, we can hate watch it together. Rocco, do you want to have us over to your backyard no, and we'll Steve watch it? Would never come. <laughs> but and neither would you. But isn't there a way on Netflix where you can sort of have a shared hangout or something? Oh yeah, let's oh. do that. Yay. Yeah, we'll do a hangout. And then we'll do episode six of Squid Game once no. we're Yeah, you Donna, do you got to catch up. You got to uh, binge it. I tell you what does look good. Um, that game? TikTok boom. Andrew Garfield is um, starring in this, and it's Lin Man uh, Lin Manuel Miranda's directorial debut. And it's about the guy who wrote the Broadway musical Rent. And it looks excellent. It really does. It mm. looks good. Did you guys see Rent? Did he write no. that? That's one good song. 500 blah, blah, ding, I did ding, see ding, Rent. Ding, I saw Rent in St. Paul and when it first came here. And it was okay. Yeah, that one song is amazing. It's classic. It's an all-timer. No, no, no. We had to sing that for Project Out yeah, of Dirty. Yeah, were you here then? Yeah. Yes, okay. um, Yeah, so this will be out November 19th. That one's called TikTok Boom. Okay? Okay. And now we dance. I like dancing. Ding, I like dancing, ding, too. Ding. Hey, well, should we go see Dua Lipa next year at Target Center? That'd be a fun outing for us. Not really. Bye. Yeah. Okay, though. Thanks, Rocco. <laughs> Uh, Colleen and Bradley are coming in next. I'm going to be joining them for a little Blinded by the Item coming up at 1230. So listen anyway, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Bye, Steve. See you tomorrow.